Welcome. This is Warrensville Reaching New Heights. I'm your host, June Scharf, and my guest on this episode has literally and figuratively taken the city to new heights. This conversation is with Charlie Izzo, and he's the president of Infinity Construction, which has been located in Warrensville Heights for the past 22 years. And he worked at Turner Construction for 18 years before that, so he's truly been involved with the industry for a long time. And as such, I have to say he is an exceptionally classy, smart, and highly informative man. What you need to know up front is that his company was involved with the construction of our YMCA, our library, and he's presently involved with the construction of the new pre-K through fifth grade elementary school on Clarkwood. Infinity Construction was also involved with the renovation of two floors at Cleveland Clinic South Point Hospital, and he has a lot of other projects that are very high profile throughout the Cleveland area. What I mentioned a few times in this conversation is the fact that the work Charlie does really impacts a lot of people because the buildings he constructs get a lot of foot traffic. So what I think you'll take away from this conversation is some of the details behind these buildings that you've probably used or driven by many, many times. So enjoy Charlie Izzo. Charlie Izzo, I'd like to welcome you to the podcast. You are the president of Infinity Construction, which is a company you've been with for 22 years. Correct. And you were with Turner Construction before that for 18 years. Yes, I was. So you are what we could call an industry veteran. Yeah. (laughs) So um, as such, I got to bring up the topic of the demolition of the hotel on the corner of Emory and Northfield. You're very familiar, the Holiday Inn. I'm familiar with the project. It's not ours, but I'm familiar with it. Okay, how do you feel when you see a building like that coming down? Does it sort of break your heart or, or what? What's the feeling? I tell you, you know, after 40 years in this business, it's getting to the point where some of the things that I was involved with in my younger days are starting to come down. So it's not a good feeling when you've been involved in them. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly progress is what's best for the community. And that was an old and tired structure that was really vacant for a long time. So to see it actually come down is actually a good thing because the property can be put to better use for the community. And the process of bringing it down has involved a lot of scrap reclamation, we could, right? Yes, it has. So, all is not lost. All is not lost, no. <laughs> okay. Well, your company handles um, new construction, renovations, and expansions, and you're a general contractor who offers what you call a turnkey approach to construction management and building design. Does that pretty much capture it? That pretty much captures it. Yes, it does. Okay. Well, your, your claim to fame, we could kind of say, as far as we're concerned in Warrensville Heights, is you uh, were the general contractor on the YMCA here and the library, so maybe you could fine-tune exactly your role with those projects. Yeah, actually on the YMCA project, we were uh, a construction manager, not Mm -hmm. a general contractor, and just to define the difference between the two, a construction manager usually is hired on a fee basis and gets involved in the beginning of the job from design and budget control all the way through construction, whereas a general contractor typically gets involved on what they call a lump sum bid basis, so that the job gets designed first by the architect and then the ownership entity goes out for lump sum bid for what's on the drawings. So it's a little bit of a distinction. We were construction managers on the YMCA. That was a great project. We were actually hired by the city of Warrensville Heights. Um, But as you know, that building is owned by the city of Warrensville Heights, but it's operated by the YMCA. So as we went through design, it was kind of two masters Mm -hmm. uh, that you had to serve, uh, the ownership group here in the city 
and as well as building it to the standards of the YMCA as they were going to operate it. Okay, and what about the library? This was one of the first projects I understand in the Cuyahoga County System's um, redevelopment of a lot of properties. That's correct. This, I think it's roughly 14 acre plot of land where the library and the YMCA currently stand and there's some excess uh, land available now. Uh, is a project called Town Center, as you know, and the second phase has not begun yet or even maybe decided upon by the city how that land's going to be used. But the It's in play, let me tell you. It's in play, yes, it's <laughs> in play. But the original concept for phase one was to build the YMCA or some form of recreational facility as well as the library. Now the library, the construction manager on that project was Turner Construction and um, my former employer. Hmm. And we actually um, won the bid as the general trades contractor on that project. So we were responsible for everything on the project in terms of building the library from the site work through the building itself, except for the mechanical, electrical, and plumbing systems, which were separate contracts. And how long did it take to build this, both of these properties? Both of these properties ran the course of about um, 18 months. Mm -hmm. um, they were both finished simultaneously in the spring of 2012. Okay. The library was done first, uh, right around March, and then the, uh, the YMCA followed suit in May of that year. Okay, and you are also uh, directly involved with the new pre-K through fifth grade uh, school on Clarkwood. It's an 88,000 square foot um, project where you handled the demo and you're gonna complete the construction. So you have the whole the whole job. Yes, that's another project where we were actually hired by both the OFCC state organization who's providing some of the pun, uh, funding to the district as well as the school district. So we were hired as a construction manager We've lived for the last 12, almost 13 months through the design of the project mm -hmm. with um, GPD Associates, who is the architectural group, and now we're getting into the construction, so we're responsible for the whole thing from soup to nuts. And, and the project is actually now well over 100,000 square feet, oh, okay. um, so it's, it's a bigger facility than originally anticipated, but right now on budget and hopefully on time. And it's also going to be LEED certified. It, that's correct. So All of the projects that get OFCC funding from the state are required to have LEED Silver certification, and that project will be LEED Silver. Okay, so for listeners, including and host, <laughs> if I can include myself in this group, can you define what LEED is? I know it's it's a higher level of like eco-friendly um, properties in the building, but you, maybe you can explain. <laughs> yeah, um, LEED is basically a... Um, type of construction, if you want to call it that, where you're mindful of everything that affects both the building's uh, economics in terms of running the building, in terms of uh, efficiencies. Um, That's as, like heating, cooling, window heating, considerations. Heating, cooling, there are a lot of factors that go into yeah. it. It's basically, LEED is a grading sheet mm -hmm. that gets you a certification of either being LEED certified, LEED silver, LEED gold, or LEED platinum. Mm -hmm. And it's all based on a point structure system. So for example, if the building has certain um, efficiencies, uh, electrically or with the HVA system, system, there are certain point structures for that. Uh, all the way down to if you have bike racks and you have people riding to it rather than using automobiles or any kind of vehicles yeah. which affect the, um, uh, the, the surrounding um, ecosystem, you get point structures for all of those kind of things. And it's, it's basically a grading system that the federal government is trying to push people to think more consciously about the environment when they and the use of um, uh, 
use of energy when they when they build buildings. Okay, and you've done plenty of other local schools and universities. We we did the four elementary schools for the city of Euclid. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a lot of also higher education. We've worked with Cleveland State, Kent State, Oberlin, Ursuline College. We built their student center, so our educational portfolio is quite large. I noticed. Yeah, that's that's something to you know to be proud of. It affects a lot of people's lives. Really. Correct. Um, now you also were involved with um, Cleveland Clinic's South Point Hospital and that was the fifth and ninth floor renovations and I want to throw in here that a hospital representative said um, it was a challenging project due to the close proximity of the work to patients and you needed to manage the noise and you had to phase it in such a way as to minimize the noise and the impact it had on patients and caregivers. So that sounds like quite an ambitious project. Healthcare is another significant market for us. It has been since the company's inception. Um, on an annual basis, it's it's usually worth 30 to 40 percent of our overall business. And we work for both the Cleveland Clinic and University Hospitals. As you know, South Point um, in the last several years came under the umbrella of the Cleveland Clinic, and that's how we got involved at South Point. Um, and the five, uh, fifth floor and ninth floor project, like most interior innovation uh, projects in healthcare, you're always side by side with patients at times. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're next next to an operating room or a NICU or or PICU or those kind of or or emergency room, those kind of sensitive areas and you have to maintain hospital operations while you're trying to get the work done. So healthcare's renovation in particular is a significant challenge to the construction process, but it's something that over time you're accustomed to doing and, and we've done it for all twenty two years that we've been in business. Well, I've been to the ninth floor, and it's really beautiful. I mean, it's something special. The views are incredible, and just the clean format, the openness of the rooms, and I don't know, just everything about it really shines. If you've been to Cleveland Clinic facilities, that's what they're noted for. Mm -hmm. They they have a very um, clean, almost if you want to call it sterile, yeah. um, looked to their facilities. Everything is sharp lines. You see a lot of white. You see a lot of um, very clean type of a look to most of the Cleveland Clinic facilities, and that's throughout their hospitals. Yeah. Uh, we're currently doing a project right now to um, renovate for what they call anti-ligature purposes for new coding for all the behavioral health units, and we're doing that system-wide over, the, over five hospitals, and mm-hmm. South Point will be one of them. Wow. Well, I don't want to neglect to mention also another project. You worked on um, the Metro Health ER? Yes, we did. Yeah. Another challenging project. Working in tight quarters with ER renovations is always a challenge because it's a 24-hour facility. Mm -hmm. It's not like patient rooms. Patient rooms, you have quiet times and and Mm -hmm. times that you can't get certain things done, but an ER is is constant. It's 24-7, 365, so uh, it presents a lot of challenges in terms of construction. Well, I, I'm going through all these projects because they impact, like I said, a lot of lives, and they're they're quite notable. So another one is um, the Tri-C Humanities Center, which includes the theater, and this is right near the, the property, right near the Richmond Road entrance. That's correct. That was yeah. a renovation project, mm-hmm. um, uh, another higher ed facility project that we did, um, very successful. Um, the Mandel Center renovation was... Um, I believe on the order of magnitude of two to three million dollars worth of renovations mm-hmm. um, over two stories. Uh, it was a very, very good project and I know that area in particular and that part of that building uh, gets a lot of use. Mm-hmm. I know the the, um, the 
Chamber of Commerce, where I served on for a number of years, um, for Warrensville, utilizes that facility right. quite a bit. So we even get, though it's we, high, get, to, we yes. get to see our work. <laughs> That's nice. It is Highland Hills. We should know. It's, yes. Um, Tri C is Highland Hills. However, mm-hmm. Corporate College is Warrensville Heights. Right. But, but and yeah. the, and the chamber, as you know, it's a three city chamber for yes. right. um, Warrensville Heights, North right. Randall, as well as uh, yes. Highland Hills. Good point. <laughs> um, okay, a little farther out, I do want to mention you did a Mitchell's ice cream in Strongsville. Yes, we did. That's pretty cool. <laughs> We've actually done um, uh, two projects now for Mitchell's. We did the one in Strongsville, and we completed the one up the road at Van Aken. If you go to the new renovation of the mm-hmm. uh, Van Aken uh, intersection, uh, there's a new, brand new Mitchell's ice cream there, and we've done yes. that as well. And, nice. And uh, going to be looking at a project for them in Westlake, too. Hmm. And you did a 4,000-seat, state-of-the-art uh, minor league baseball stadium in Avon. Yeah, that's um, really <laughs> proud. Our sports and recreational group, um, that's probably um, a key project with that group. It was completed back in 2010. It's a minor league ballpark, a baseball stadium. That um, It's in, in part of the independent league. It's not affiliated with Major League Baseball. Uh, but it was it's a, a great complex in terms of the um, synthetic turf, and the structure itself and being right there on the highway was uh, was great uh, as far as exposure for our company and, and really took us to the next level in terms of size of projects. So that was, that's been a key project for us. And you have um, some other big name clients in town and I was just going to rattle a few of those off because it's impressive. Um, Heinen's, which of course has about four properties here in Warrensville We did their corporate headquarters right here in Warrensville Heights. Okay. Did you have anything to do with their new food production facility? That we did not. Okay. Um, we didn't do uh, the food production facility, but we did their offices. Okay. Uh, GoGo Industries, they're huge in, uh, in Akron. Akron. Yes, we did a couple of projects for them and probably about five or six years ago. They're Purell. Yes, they are. Yeah. So people know them. Among like, other projects. What's that? Among other products, yes. Right. Okay. But that that's a well-known one. Um, the Cleveland Port Authority. And Quicken Loans, what did you do for them? When they first came to town, when um, Mr. Gilbert bought the Cavaliers mm-hmm. and brought a call center into the city of Cleveland from his, uh, uh, at the time, Livonia, Michigan was, was their corporate headquarters, we built a call center downtown, which was a major renovation project. Was um, that in the May Company building? Or? It, it was uh, tangential to the May Company building and the Higme building mm-hmm. um, in that, that whole area there. Um, How many square feet a, is that, the call center? Oh gosh, you're taxing my memory, but I would <laughs> say it was probably on the order of about twenty-five thousand square feet. Okay. So yeah. it was a significant interior project, short time frame, and uh, was another another difficult project. What was challenging about it? The challenging part of it was we had to um, we had to cut a hole in this floor slab for um, integration between two floors mm-hmm. uh, and put in a stair. So. Um, that was a very challenging project, dealing with an old structure and, and having to deal with the structural issues uh, in, involved in that. Well, we can't even imagine, you know, the, the challenges you face in your industry, because how would we know? <laughs> but this is interesting. You know, I think that anybody in our industry, I think that's what they love about it most. I okay. mean, you go to work every day, and every day is a different day, and um, you get to see the fruits of your labor standing there. Uh, as I look back over my 40-year career in Northeast Ohio and look at the projects I did with Turner Construction as well as Infinity, it's... Uh, it's nice to look at the skyline and drive your kids down the road in a car and say, yep, I was involved in that one. So Absolutely. That's, that's, that's very the better, that, Yeah, that's the nicest part of our business. You're making a lasting impact. 
we get try to. We try. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So if we can get a little personal here, um, your your skill set seems to hit a sweet spot at the intersection of what I'd say um, construction knowledge and experience uh, combined with um, some business finance understanding. So in other words, you're the guy to, uh, who can talk about the project from top to bottom. So. Um, I think it just might be interesting for listeners to know you, you got an engineering degree undergraduate in your undergraduate studies and then at Villanova and then you got an um, MBA at Cleveland State. That's correct. Um, so that's a great expansive skill set. Yeah, I think when I got out of college I realized I didn't want to really go into the design side of the business even though I had an engineering degree um, and I liked construction. I had worked summers as a kid and uh, in the construction industry when I was in uh, high school and college. So uh, I decided to take that path with my, with my degree and started work with Turner Construction in 1979 when I graduated, uh, actually on the East Coast and then got transferred here to Cleveland and been here for 40 years and um, to me it was a more exciting part of the business but as I was growing through the management structure at Turner I realized that I needed to focus um, some of my talents on, on the business side of things so I decided to go at night to Cleveland State great institution and, and get my master's in business with a concentration of finance. Now you said you're originally from the East Coast, which yeah. I suspected I heard a few. Yeah, my Brooklyn accent comes through traces. every now and then. Yeah, okay, so you grew up in Brooklyn. <laughs> yes, I did. Well, what drew you to the industry? You said you had summer experiences, but what is it about construction? Um, growing up... Uh, did you have a Lincoln Log set? Did you have an erector set? No, not really. I wasn't one of those kind of kids, okay. but I, I did have a, um, a summer job in between my senior year of high school and my uh, freshman year of college for with a small general contracting firm in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. um, found it to be interesting and worked with them for a couple of summers. And um, Doing what just, were you? I was a laborer. Okay, so. that's right. I, I was suspecting <laughs> yeah. at that age that's all they're going to do with yeah, you. Yeah, uh, even, though, even yeah. though I was able to join the union because I was over 18 years of age, mm -hmm. I, I worked as a, a mason tender's laborer is what they call it. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of um, carrying block and mixing mortar and Mm -hmm. Learning things from the ground up. You had a hard hat, maybe a tool belt. Yeah, oh yeah, I was in the field every day. Uh huh. Well, that that's probably great training. Yes. Um, and that's the way everybody in our industry comes up. You have to learn the field side before you can, mm -hmm. you know, take on the management side. Um, well, so this business um, deals with some harsh weather. <laughs> so I just wondered, you know how you handle you know stretches of severe weather like the polar vortex I mean everyone's pretty much sidelined right yeah pretty much depending upon where the job is at any point in time and that's why we like to have a blend of new construction and renovation obviously okay. renovation work is somewhat resilient to the weather uh, you're constantly inside so that really keeps our business going through the winter mm -hmm. but you do have to sometimes construct buildings uh, through the harsh winters um, we're doing a project right now for ODOT and, um, you're driving north on 77 into the city it's on the left hand side on the on the west side of 77 you see a enormous building structure that's being built there and that that building was being built through the winter so mm -hmm. things like putting on roof and doing masonry and other and other trades that are sensitive to the weather or winds um, it just takes a little bit longer uh, mm -hmm. and you just have to kind of be patient with it and, uh, you have to do some winter weather protections and and things of that nature that allow you to continue to build through the winter but it still gets done, it just takes a little longer. So what is this, you said it's for ODAT, what is the... the it's property? a vehicle maintenance facility okay. for the District 12 section of ODOT is what handles this part of Cuyahoga County in terms of 
snow plowing and, mm -hmm. and, and doing all the uh, things that ODOT does with regards to infrastructure and roads. Mm -hmm. And that facility is a vehicle maintenance facility, so it will maintain all the vehicles that um, are in District 12 for, for ODOT. So what is the competition like in Cleveland for new construction projects? For our size company, it's, it's very um, it's very stiff competition. There's a lot mm -hmm. of good local firms that have been here for a long time. Um, you also get the larger firms. We're kind of in the middle. We're not we're not real small, but we're not real big. So mm -hmm. we take on projects anywhere from, you know, for a, a repeat client, we'll send our own crews out and, and do a very small project, say under $50,000. Um, by the same token, we'll take on projects like the, um, the um, school district here with the pre-K through five building and the ballpark, which get into tens of, tens of millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. um, so what happens to us is the larger guys kind of come down and bid our, what we consider larger work, which might be smaller work for them, and then the small guys kind of come up and, mm -hmm. and, and we compete against the smaller guys on the smaller work. So um, we have the unfortunate or fortunate circumstance of competing with just about everybody in town, big or small. Okay. Okay. Um, is it challenging to estimate the length of time it'll take to complete a job? Because I just wondered how, how you do that. <laughs> well, it's really, every project is different, and that's, mm -hmm. like I said before, that's the beauty of our industry. I think that's what a lot of people like about it that are in the industry. So you really have to look at all the factors. And, and what you just mentioned, uh, is the project going to go through winter? Is it new construction? Is the winter going to slow you down? Uh, what's the overall time frame? Does the owner have a specific completion date that you have to meet, which might compress the schedule and you might need overtime and you might be working more than just five days a week? So there, there's a lot of factors that go into scheduling it. Uh, it's definitely a talent. We have people in our organization that do that very well. Mm -hmm. um, so on the outset of a project, you, that's the first thing you develop is the project schedule. It's going to determine a lot of factors that affect the cost of the project. Um, some of them are not necessarily bricks and mortar cost. You don't get to see them the day the building opens, like winter weather conditions and things okay. like that. Right. So there, there are a lot of things that come into play with the schedule, and it's probably the most difficult but most important part of our business is scheduling a project. Well, I don't know if you can really do this for me, but uh, you say no two days are the same, but, but what is a day like in, on your, in, in your playing your role as president? My... <laughs> Unfortunately, a lot of times my calendar is not my own. Okay. Um, I oftentimes think I know what my day is going to be like when I walk in the door, but something happens either on a job site or um, a staff person may come in and need assistance with something. And when you sit in my chair or any management chair in any organization, um, the problems gravitate to the top. So a lot of your day is filled with um, either putting out fires or or making sure the organization... Not literal fires, but no, figurative fires. not literal fires, fires but business <laughs> fires. Yeah. Uh, and, and make sure the company is on an even keel and heading in the right direction. A lot of my day is, is sales for new projects, as well as financial forecasting, and, and making sure that the company basically stays on track with its, with its plan in terms of where it wants to be now and in the future. So if, if anyone is listening who might be interested in the construction industry, do you think it's a good area? Uh, for job opportunities? Absolutely, and in matter of fact, there's great opportunities in construction right now, uh, really nationwide, but particularly in Northeast Ohio. As you know, there's a lot of projects going on. If you drive downtown, you see a, a lot of construction projects going where buildings are being rehabbed for residential use. You see a lot of commercial stuff going on. Right now, 
the union trades, I can tell you there's not a lot of guys, what they say, on the bench. So in other words, if you call the unions, everybody's working. Um, so it provides great opportunity for individuals that are maybe high school graduates, not everybody's geared toward college, that are looking for an opportunity and a career opportunity right out of high school to get involved in the trades, whether you want to be a plumber, an electrician, or a carpenter. And there's significant opportunity right now. And by the same token, um, men and women that are graduating with a college diploma in either architecture, engineering, or just construction technology, mm -hmm. there are great opportunities. We're always looking for people. Okay. Um, we're hiring right now, um, and it's, it's, it's something that in our business obviously follows a very, it's very cyclical. There are times when it, the market is down, but right now the market is up, and, and employment is, is a big thing right now. Well, that's great news. Yeah, it's good news for us. Well, listen, I appreciate your time, and I'm really excited by all the great work you're doing here in Warrensville Heights and elsewhere. Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to come and speak with you, and uh, Warrensville, Warrensville's been a great community for us over the last 22 years. Our business is, uh, has been here for all of those years. We've never moved and, and expanded our business within the community, and uh, Warrensville serves us very well. Well, thank you.